So this evening we have one of our most illustrious and industrious Wellingtonians, Claire Bowden, the designer and clothes maker for one of Wellie's most iconic businesses. Yep, you guessed it, mandatory menswear. Claire, along with her business partner Fiona Edwards, have not only been dressing our Wellie men from their Cuba Street store for 18 years now, but they still make their suits and clothes here in Wellington. Next week, Mandatory is leaving its home on Cuba Street to pop up in Miramar, and we need to know why. So Claire is here to tell us. Welcome to B-Science Stories on Access Radio, Claire. Thank you, Laurie. Thanks for that nice introduction. <laughs> well, it's quite funny, I think, when you kind of summarise things. you don't When you're doing it all day, every day, you don't really realise how special it is. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> There's a team. <laughs> yes, well, that's true. No, I know that, but it's, it's certainly a hard drive. Um, one thing I must say is that um, having sold clothes to women, but I've always been fascinated and terrified of selling clothes to men. What are the main differences, would you say, with the way that men buy their clothes? Or uh, Well... Particularly that men buy uh, in season. That's that's very handy. Mm. Um, that they're quite predictable in their buying patterns, and we're not uh, carrying stock wildly ahead of season. Right. Um, and we can sort of make as we go, which is something that we really need to do. Mm. Uh, the challenge, which has really led to our particular process, is that. Guys in New Zealand, there's a very uh, diverse population, uh, diverse ethnicity over a small oh, population. Yes, so yes. they are a great range of shapes and sizes, and yes. then that has very little to do with their taste. So marrying those two up is something that we do in an in-time production process and it keeps the shop fresh, it keeps people um, coming in and allows us to sort of make as we go and keep it profitable. Um, I, I really think it's close to the only model that really can work for making menswear in New Zealand. I'm nodding. <laughs> and But you're so right, and that's something I wouldn't think about, but we've got everything from our wonderful Pacific Island community who would be quite broad, and then down to our lean, slim, small Asian community. And everything in between. Yes, <laughs> yes, and many people will have heard me say that I have a six foot four, two XL Chinese guy and a guy right. who is so small, I didn't realise that he was Samoan and he's recently put on weight and is now a size small instead of an extra small and mostly I don't need to make things for him anymore. That is incredible. So, so we really can't put people in a box. Can we, we? Can, we can't, but layer on some exercise as well and you've got another range of shapes. It's 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 quite amazing. It's well, really quite amazing. What an art. <laughs> so for eighteen years you you know and have you been in the same store in Cuba Street for this eighteen years as well? The entire time. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I'm very proud of that. It's it's, it's a great space. I've really worked hard to mm. to make the spaces work and um like I say, it's important for us to stay quite small and carry a, a tight range of stock. Um, so it's it, it, it works quite well as a model. Is some yeah. sometimes I would love it to be a broader shape. 
right. just to change it up a bit, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We have what we have. So and now you've also had to move you, you, your workrooms as well because they've been quite established for you too. So where are you at the moment? Uh, well, yes, so this is our second uh, earthquake strengthening oh, exercise gosh. in six months. Um, oh. But our workroom, we, we were and are back in the Hope Gibbons building. It's just an absolutely tremendous space. I'm extremely proud of it. It's mm. what every designer would dream to have, and um, it's a fantastic working space, and the results of the garments and everything we've been doing lately are really showing. Uh, the shop has definitely been the poorer cousin, um, but on our our move out is, is pretty temporary. It's a 10-day strengthening exercise. Yes. They've got not too much to do. And on the way back in, we'll paint and freshen, um, give it a bit of a lift. Bit of a, bit of a, bit of a powder up. Yes. How many team have you got in the in the Hope Gibbons building then as well? Uh, two full-time staff. Uh, and actually, I've got two full-time staff full stop, and then I employ uh, four mothers on a part-time basis. Wow. <laughs> All women? Yes, yes. Interesting. And so what brings about the passion, your passion for menswear? Like, How did you end up? doing menswear it's not everyone's choice <laughs> no, mostly they like the Barbie dresses you know <laughs> well I, look Fiona and I were um, going to a lot of parties we were designing <laughs> we were designing a, our womenswear ranges and doing so very successfully actually Fiona had her label with you at Jive Junkies right oh my gosh that's back a in memory those days. blink yes. right <laughs> and so uh, and I had my range with uh, Zana Fuchs and she that's had a couple of stores right. So we could have stayed doing that, yeah, but no, yeah. we wanted to have our own shop. <laughs> and here we are. Well, that is a mini miracle, A, that you flipped over to menswear for a start, but B, and I mean I can say this quite wholeheartedly, that you are still trading, Claire, and because of the hard retail environment, but also New Zealand product, I mean, and you do such a beautiful job, but what are the challenges that you face in that space at the moment? Um, well, look, I should just clarify, actually, about Fiona and I going to all these parties. We were constantly <laughs> being... Uh, you still go to a lot of parties. We were, we were being, we were being uh, cornered by guys saying, look, where's the fashion for us? There just really wasn't a lot on the market right. at that time. And it did seem like a huge opportunity. There was, you know, mm. Studio 9 was... Pumping right. and ready, and um, and people were were very very interested in, in clothes and textures, and there mm. was some great uh, knitwear coming through through different labels, and people had an appetite for it. So it was it was a great start, a blind jump. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the challenges. So yes, men only buy what they need. Um, that's actually seen me through the recession. Bless, I bless them, I though. Ever, they won't be the cause of climate change. I, did, I didn't <laughs> ever start with a, with a overproduction for for the market. So so that's been very good. Um, but they do arrive ready to buy, which is incredibly right. helpful. They, yes. they've they've got an idea in mind and they'd like to sort it out, and we can get to that. Um, they do hate 
failing at purchasing clothes, and they often it's it's changing. Um, I, it's mean to generalise, but uh, they ha- they often come with some baggage, having bought some things that they're not so confident about, right. or felt pressured into, or thought they needed at the time, and find they don't wear. Right. And where women let themselves off the hook a little more often, um, guys really have that memory and find it hard to move on. And sometimes you're saying to them, look, you know, do you you look great in that jacket? And they're saying, well, I've I've got four at home. Yeah, so when you you drill down into it, the the four jackets are uh, things that that they've bought a long time ago or um, things that they've just can't face wearing, and they should just... Move on and let it away. go. Let yeah. it go. Get get some things that would look great and uh, move on. So um, that's something to overcome. In our shop structure, um, we can't go up against shops going on sale. No, so we don't. No, good, um, good. We don't. When we eventually do sell off. At the end of the season, um, we've only got one of this or one of that. It's right. not a situation of people really being able to pick and choose, mm. which is something that uh, the market has provided in the chain stores, that people can just really carry on having everything but Yeah, they cheaply. can, yes. Um, but, I, yes, I can't compete. So, you area. know, but then there's that demand for mandatory because it's so there are so few items available. Yes, yes, that's true. It, it, it is. It's, pre- it's a pretty efficient model, and um, guys really respond to that efficiency. Yeah, all hail to you. So now what about um, superstars? I think that would be the thing that I've loved about Mandatory over the years is that you've dressed some amazing people, and um, you never know who's going to be coming down the catwalk or the red carpet next wearing one of your suits have you got any sneaky stories you can share with us about your favourite? Um, I, I know it's not good to let things out of the bag, but your favourite person you've dressed. Well, there's a few <laughs> stories of people that people would know or could see photos of. Um, but look, I, it, it, we have an everlasting lineup of talented people come into the shop. It's it's quite amazing. Mm. We've um, Tanu Umanga stands out Aww. as the only guy I've ever actually had to shut the shop for. Wow, um, really? Yes, because <gasps> all the yes. young kids, they just um, would Aww. want to come in and touch everything that he had touched up the rack, and it really wasn't going to make it possible for him to try anything on. <laughs> there, was a, <laughs> there was a mob. Um, so so that that was quite one quite fun experience. That's a beautiful um, story. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic, and uh, I rang YKK, and they made that zip in double quick time. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are only a few names you can pull out for YKK. <laughs> True. That's impressive. Nothing moves them. <laughs> and what about local musos? How did you get those zips into the armpit? I need to know because I was trying to think about the construction of that. I have been employing the same machinist, Jane, for 20 years. Wow. Yes. We're going shopping for the equivalent of a gold watch shortly. Yeah. Um, Wow. It's been a very, very close relationship, and and she's fantastic. And we've we've in the early days adapted a machine to um, take a invisible zip footer when they only went on domestic machines. Yeah, wow. Yeah. 
that's what it is. It's invisible. It's an invisible sit. Right. So that's it. So now I can get my head around it. Well done. Mm. And so Joe's suit is into Papa. So that's Joe Lindsay, and yes. he is the horn player for Fat Freddy's. That's right. He's just been a tremendous customer of ours for years and years. I remember the early days of him working at Weta and, and playing gigs, and um, wow. he would just turn up like a tornado. And <laughs> I, if I ever wasn't there, I wanted to know exactly what he liked and tried on. <laughs> um, and make sure. <laughs> we've been very, very good friends, and, and he's commissioned so much work for from me, um, he really doesn't take sponsorship. He he turns up and pays. It's just great, and really, the hardworking dads that shop with me, they they love and appreciate that. Yeah, a, Joe's a really decent guy. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's such fun. He's, he's hugely supportive. That's great. And so um, you certainly had your suits then in some really uh, amazing places, no doubt. <laughs> I have. I have. It must make you feel awesome. Yes, yes. Look, um, they just look amazing on stage. I, I, mm. I remember seeing Joe going to a gig at uh, the James Cabaret and seeing how quickly Joe had to strip off yeah. and looking at how we could move to a different version of the tracksuit because yeah. he'd been in there yeah. a long time. And I just, I just saw it. I saw what we could do and create enough Great. movement in the suit and get Great. that Right. No wonder why he loves you. That's amazing. So now also um, you've always been a great participator in Wellington fashion shows and events and most recently Showcase where Mandatory looked amazing, beautiful men sitting around looking gorgeous. Was that a good experience for you? Incredible, incredible. And, and, you know, huge amount of uh, respect to Fiona for her incredible work on that. Great. Um, We, we, as I say, we're between two rounds of um, shifting for earthquake strengthening and I had the bigger picture to take (laughs) care of. Right. And there is nothing like the interiors meets fashion for Fiona. No, she is the perfect woman for that challenge. And, um, yeah, it was just incredibly successful. Beautiful. There was a great monochromatic visual as well. Yes. So what about memory, like, out of all the shows? And I know that you've been at Fashion Week in Auckland, but I think we've had some pretty legendary ones in Wellington. Have you got one that you would pull out as being the favourite for mandatory? Uh, three. Three. <laughs> okay, she's got well, three, ladies any, any of those last shows, any right. of those last shows were extraordinary. But yep. the, the last show in Arena was pretty good fun. Um, there, was, there was a lot of, of glitter over yep. everybody <laughs> and everybody's face who touched anybody's face at the end of that. And I think every local producing uh, house we showed, I remember Fruity's show and um, a lot of little businesses. Yep. There might have been as many as, as 10 shops showing um, in an incredibly tight space and it was it just went off mm, as a party. Mm. Um, standalone shows, though, are... Um, a, a big deal. I mean, yeah. they just cost an absolute fortune, really, because Don't know. Um, you're not sharing any model costs yeah. or any of the other costs with anybody else. Um, but Matterhorn repaid our emergency make of their uniforms by providing their staff as models for a daytime show once. Wow. And um, 
We're shooting the day. had <laughs> on, on the circuit. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was an Anzac Day. Wow. And, and it was, that was a really, really beautiful show. I've got great shots of very, very memorable bartenders in mandatory with big grins on their faces. That's awesome. Um, and for the ladies and gentlemen that don't recall the wonderful talent of the mandatory legendary bartenders, yes, <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> Carvel is a... Oh, bless. Wow. Lucky you. Yes. I have to dig those photos out. So now... Mandatory is about to pop up not in New York where I think you should be, but not far from it in Miramar next week. So we just touched on that before. Is this the first time you will have moved actually out of your Cooper Street store? Uh, no, we moved upstairs once for uh, for fireproofing, for fireproof wow. jibbing. And we were rather grumpy about it. We were new and young. <laughs> and while we were in our temporary space, struggling, I might add, nobody wanted to walk upstairs and see us, um, Dorothy's cake shop caught fire and the oh. little flat above it um, People were, were really quite in danger, and we yeah. immediately shut up about earthquake, about fireproofing. Right, and we feel the same about earthquake strengthening. Right. It's just a great thing to get done. Yeah, yep. definitely. Um, but this will be our first ever pop up. Great, and we want to test drive the model. There's a lot of pressure coming from Auckland. We've got. Um, about half our customers for, are from out of town right. due to our location and also because men shop when they're away from home. And so right. we've got wow. a big database up there who would appreciate any version of pop-up that we can do. Great. I can't think of anything more lovely to have people requesting your presence somewhere. It's pretty nice. And especially from the Auckland lot. And also, once again, I guess, you know, with um, Marvel maybe would have been an accomplice in crime in the menswear department and they're not there. So there's Mm. there's a real shortage of... Yeah. Hey, so... But back to Miramar, we have um, we've gotten contact with uh, the few guys that we do know at Weta, um, and we really want to uh, capitalise on that. There's Great. a lot of guys out there, yes. and um, we just want to uh, get. Let them get to know us, really, because right. I know they struggle with getting to town. Yes, they do. They um, don't get let out at all, do they? It doesn't sound like it, but but when they need us, you know, if they have us in mind, that'd be fantastic, Mm. and that's about getting a sense of of what we're able to do with the Made to Measure. Good on you. And so it is about the food out there as well as the lovely men at Weta? Well, I saw that (laughs) post on Facebook, Laurie, and... um, what I would say is that I spend a great deal of time enthusing about Wellington full stop with all the visitors that we have. Great. And Wellington is no doubt a very high quality place, but perhaps Miramar is the HQ of high quality. (laughs) Um, We've just had endless suggestions put to us about all the places we might dine and (laughs) Lada and La Bocaloca and Mercato and Elysian and... I don't think a week's going to be long enough for you girls There's quite a lot of taste testing to be done. (laughs) Well done. Maybe you might have to bring it in. One more quick question. Oh, we have time for a very quick question. The process of making clothes is very long, but when are you in your happiest place? Oh, 
with Fiona and that new workroom talking about customers who are responding to different things and we're working out where it's all going to go next. 